This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Hi, big day. You know what happened on this day in 1305? It's a big anniversary. On this day in the year 1305, William Wallace was executed. He was drawn and quartered, and parts of his body were uh, placed on sticks on every corner of the country. After he led a rebellion, an unsuccessful rebellion, by the way, against uh, Longshanks, the king, the, the evil king. Um, later on, as, the, as you saw in the movie, uh, Robert the Bruce led the successful rebellion to free the Scottish people. But Big Day, this is when the, he, I, I know this is historically accurate, he screamed, freedom, as they stretched him out on the rack and killed him that happened that, that, that this video of it somewhere i'm sure but uh it is also a big day in the city of milwaukee the state of wisconsin the uh eight uh contenders for the republican nomination are ready to do battle and uh fox news has the countdown going they got the whole staff there this is just such a wild night and uh it's going to be interesting uh, all, obviously, all of Trump's surrogates are out there saying they're not going to watch. We're not going to watch those rhinos, those globalists. This is all about Trump, who will sit down, who has already sat down with Tucker Carlson for an interview that will drop at 9 p.m. tonight. Could be the greatest counter-programming move ever. I'm not sure it's a great move on the part of Donald Trump because he does look sort of like a wimp, not standing up in the middle of this debate and uh, attacking all his rivals. He's sitting down for a friendly interview with Tucker. It is a great move by Tucker Carlson, by the way, because he is just uh, devastating the potential audience for this uh, debate. I don't think Tucker will get bigger numbers than the debate on Fox. Uh, I know I'm going to watch both, but if I had to choose one or the other, I would choose the debate. And I'll tell you why, because Donald Trump interviews aren't that great anymore. They're just they're just redundant. I mean, I know what he's going to say. We all know what he's going to say. It, it'll be lively. He'll take shots at people. He'll talk I about the, afraid to the, the various uh, indictments. He'll talk about Fannie Willis. He will turn himself in at the Fulton County Jail tomorrow. He will be mugshotted. Already, a few of his co-conspirators have been mugshotted. Those mugshots are out there. John Eastman, his lawyer, which is always always interesting arresting the lawyer for talk, for giving legal advice to his client that's a new thing thanks to trump in this country we now arrest lawyers but trump will be arrested tomorrow the mugshot will go global i've already predicted he's going to take a good mugshot he's going to take a a, a he's going to have a menacing look on his face a vengeful look on his face and that thing will go global it'll be on t-shirts and posters everywhere it'll be people's new profile pic new profile pic Donald Trump, but I don't think he's going to say anything all that interesting. That's the problem. I, an interview with Trump ain't what it used to be. I always get a kick out of uh, cable hosts or podcast hosts say exclusive. Donald Trump speaks only like he's going to say what he said the last 700 interviews. He's going to talk about the 2020 election. He's going to talk about all the indictments and the, you know, the, the, the unfairness of it all. And he's right. It's political. We all know that. It is unprecedented. We know that, but we've heard it all. I want to hear from these, well, not all eight of them. Oh, by the way, breaking news. Have you heard this, Shattuck? One of the people on stage, one of the candidates has been rushed to the emergency room. <laughs> yes, Doug Bergham, whoever he is, is, uh, is in the hospital, according to Fox News. You know why? He hurt himself playing pickup basketball. I'm already going to. Not that I was ever looking at this guy, but he's eliminated himself because he's an idiot. He's he's 67 years old. There's something you got to understand. Pickup basketball is not good for you when you're 67 years old. It's not good for you when you're 47 years old. It's, you're going to get hurt. You're going to break something. You're going to snap your Achilles tendon. We don't know what happened to him. We'll find out. Not that it matters. If he doesn't debate, that's better. Eight, eight is too many. I'd like to see seven or six or five yes. or two or three. I'm looking forward to watching one thing unfold here. One, one, this one thing everybody should be focused on. This is Ron DeSantis' last stand. 
I'm a DeSantis guy. I'm rooting for him. I hope he comes up big tonight. But if he falls on his face, it's over. I'm sorry. It's over. I think he's the best candidate. I think he has the best chance to beat Joe Biden. But as we know, his numbers are, are falling fast. Trump and Biden have spent a fortune attacking DeSantis. There's been more money spent attacking DeSantis than uh, attacking Biden and Trump combined. Trump spent more money attacking DeSantis than he did helping the candidates mm. in the 2022 uh, midterms. They have it started on election night, in November, and it has not stopped. And it's worked. They've lied about him. They call him a rhino. They call him a globalist. They said Trump said he was terrible in COVID during COVID, which is a flat out lie. But, you know, politics is a dirty sport. And uh, there Trump has uh, uh, been effective in destroying his chief rival and lying about his chief rival. But DeSantis would know Trump on the stage if he wins tonight. And I think I think he's going to do okay. I think he's good at this. I think he's smart. I think he has a great command, great grasp of the issues of policy. They're going to go at him. There'll be Mm -hmm. be the attacks on Trump. That's why Christie's there. Mike Pence is going to attack Trump. Everybody's going to take some kind of shot at Trump, except Vivek, who's a surrogate of Trump. Vivek will attack. He'll focus his fire on DeSantis. I think it's going to come down if they if the moderators Brett Baer and Martha McCallum let them fight, which is a big question. Uh, normally, moderators get in the way, even if they don't pick a side, they get in the way. You know, it's supposed to be a debate. It's not supposed to be a Q and A session. Let them fight. I yes. beg you, Brett Baer and uh, Martha McCallum, let them fight. If they do. It will be Vivek against DeSantis. Would you agree with big slob Chris Christie <laughs> shouting from the edges? You know, he's going yeah. to gonna try to take over. He'll do his best. He's loud. He's obnoxious. But if, this, if they do this right, it's Vivek versus uh, DeSantis for yeah. two reasons. Vivek is smart and Vivek is a Trump surrogate. And his job is to go at DeSantis. DeSantis is smart also. He's good at this. And he'll be going at Vivek and probably calling him just a, a Trump stooge at some point. That will be good. To me, that'll be entertaining. That'll be better than anything from Trump in the uh, Tucker sit down. But, you know, again, yep. I'm going to watch them both. We'll see. But how can this be the main event tonight when and this is why I think DeSantis has this is has no shot at separating himself from the pack tonight because. The real fight is happening outside in Washington, D.C., in courtrooms in Georgia. The real fight is Donald Trump versus the swamp. I mean, the real right. thing, its he's out there fighting Godzilla right now. So this seems like batting practice. But I, I do think well, that you're right that Vivek, Vivek has a chance to become a superstar because if he can embody Trump, like you said, he's a surrogate. But he if he can effectively be Trump and defend Trump better than Trump— that gives people permission if Trump happens to be kicked off ballots in states, which is possible. That gives people permission to pour their Trump uh, love and affection right into Vivek if he can sustain. Right, and and don't you think at some point the the whispers will get louder that Vivek is going to be on the ticket? He's going to be the VP. That would be a good choice, I have to say. There's there's people who've attacked Vivek for a lot of things. You know, being a, a China guy, being too close to China, and. Uh, being a, uh, a Democrat in the past, but he's good. He's smart. He's full of energy. He's he's relentless. He plays tennis shirtless, just like you do, yes. Shattuck. He does burpees in the morning with his wife, which I don't think Chris Christie does those. No. I don't think that was part of Christie's uh, show <laughs> debate prep. But but if Vivek, uh, the, there's going to be someone, there's going to be a takeaway, like a big headline at uh, 11 o'clock tonight, tomorrow morning, in the news cycle, and I predict it will be, there'll be one from Vivek, no matter what. Yep. he's gonna. There's going to be a line, there's going to be a moment, he's going to get applause, he's going to win the day with some line. The question is, will DeSantis do the same thing? Will DeSantis have a moment or two where he has a memorable line, where he just takes, you know, takes all the attention and, 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 and wins the moment? That's that's the question. If he doesn't, if the headline tomorrow is DeSantis falls flat on his face, he's done, which is sad, in my opinion. It's too yeah. bad because he's been attacked unfairly. They've lied about him. He has a you know what the problem DeSantis is. He's obviously Trump's main uh, adversary here. 
But the media, the mainstream media, the Democrats, I repeat myself, they when when they're not attacking Trump, they're attacking DeSantis because they know he's a bigger threat. If, even if it's not now, even if it's 2028, they know he's their enemy. You know, they've gone yes. through we've gone through the culture wars. They know he's effectively turned Florida from uh, a purple state to a deep red state. The numbers came out yesterday. It's amazing how many people. Um, the numbers of Republicans versus Democrats in that state and how he's completely changed the state. They hate him. So they will attack him, even though he's Trump's main foe and they hate Trump even more. They want to stop him. So by extension, they will say, you know, Vivek won, even if it's close. They will say, yep. you know, Christie landed his blows or, or Tim Scott showed some, you know, some optimism and some you know, yes, dignity. Yeah. And they will prop up the other people just to hurt DeSantis. That's the problem DeSantis says. Everybody's against him, except, you know, uh, honest Republican voters right. who would like to see a guy, a 44-year-old guy who could do two terms. I'd like to see a guy without all the baggage. Now, the baggage, as I've said before, is not Trump's fault. Not all Trump's fault, I should say. These indictments are purely political, as we know, but it still makes for a messy campaign. If he were to, Trump were to, you know, whatever, quit the race today or, you know, uh, just step in front of a bus today, DeSantis would be the man and the Democrats and the media would have nothing. They would just have nothing. Everything they have to, to, uh, to help their guy Biden in this race is Trump, 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 Trump. Right. If it, if it were DeSantis or even Vivek, or even I don't know somebody, and even you know Tim Scott. What would they say? What would the, what would Joe Scarborough do for four hours every morning? What would the New York Times write about if they didn't have Trump? That's why I I like Trump. I'll support Trump if he's the nominee. Of course, I voted for him uh, the, the last two times. I'll vote for him again. But if he were rem- if he were not on the ticket, what would the media do? I mean, they would. Well, I mean, would they just? Go well, back to I well. Know, they've I'm, been doing it, Jerry. They have been. DeSantis already, in in lieu of any um, actual policies that have failed. When DeSantis has none, because he's been a perfect governor, they've made up. Don't say gay in book banning. Right. So that's what they'll go after him for is an intolerant uh, book banner who um, who wants to get rid of who wants to erase uh, slavery because it, slavery was a it, good right. thing. Uh, according well, that's to him. true. That right. <laughs> does doesn't want them to teach slavery. But that I think right. those attacks fell flat. I really do, because they were lying. It doesn't say don't say gay. He doesn't they don't the the, histor- uh, the, the curriculum doesn't say don't teach sta- slavery. Right. Uh, it, you know, he's trying to eliminate trans children. Here's the here's what I like about that. I think we're on the right side of the cultural issues, the cultural war. And DeSantis mm-hmm. has been leading. He's William Wallace on the cultural war. That's a winning issue by I mean, across the country. Yeah. You want to defend, you know, mutilation and, and you know, uh, sex chain surgeries for children. You go for it. I'll take DeSantis aside. You know, you want to. um uh, drag queen story yeah. hour and, and the CR, uh, CRT, uh, 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 you know, go for it. We, we win that. We win that. That's why they hate him. That's why they're afraid of him because they know if it's about those issues, DeSantis wins. I mean, you can totally you imagine just for a moment, imagine a debate, Joe Biden versus Ron DeSantis. I mean, Joe Biden versus anybody at this point, And we can get to that. We can get to the, the attempt just the pathetic attempt by the media to prop up this fossil after his disastrous appearance in Maui. It is hilarious. Hang on, because we got to play some of those cuts in there. It's just comedy, comedy gold, listening to the media try to defend the indefensible. Biden, I've said, I'm not sure your take on this, Shattuck. Biden will not be the nominee because he can't be the nominee. He can't do it. He's physically, mentally incapable of campaigning of debating he just can't do it i mean he's gonna go i mean he's not gonna go quietly because he's a stubborn narcissistic old man Mm -hmm. but you can't have him debating i mean i know they'll fight to have one debate and they'll have the moderators will be there to help biden through it and they'll you know the media will lie but how could he even do an hour 
versus Trump or DeSantis or Vivek or anybody. He, I mean, he couldn't do it against RFK Jr. He won't do it. But the idea that he could actually campaign, which is a grind for six, eight, 10 months, and then take the debate stage one or two times and make it through, they obviously carried him over the finish line last time. He hid in the basement. He let the media campaign for him. He's not capable of doing what he did three years ago. He's, in, he, he's not capable no. of even campaigning at the level he did three, year, uh, three years ago. He's just right. he's too far gone. That, as we saw, he can't stay awake. He can't stop lying. He yeah. can't stop repeating the same lies over and over again. At some, and plus, you know, he took $10 million in bribes. That's kind of an issue. You know, we so you know, the, the walls are closing in on the Biden crime family. That, on top of everything else, makes it impossible for him to run. And I think everybody knows it. You're going to see, you know, Gavin Newsom slowly, quietly emerge, you know, from the bullpen. They can't have Kamala either. But it's going to be problematic, though, Joe. I mean, Jerry, that's pro- problematic. If you think that Joe Biden is not going to instinctively want to hand it to Kamala, if he's not going to debate whatsoever. But you're right. He's got no issues. All he has is this is a battle for the soul of the nation. That's all he's got. He's right. got no policy issue. He keeps telling the American people that Bidenomics is fantastic, and the American people think Bidenomics sucks. And like, right? It's, the inflation people it's feel thing. inflation. You can give whatever number you want, but poll after poll, people shows that people people don't want to spend nine bucks for uh, cream cheese anymore. <laughs> it's right. It's one thing to lie about you know how your uh, whatever your house wanna your right. your kitchen fire. Which he lie about everything. It's one thing to lie about, you know, Nelson Mandela or driving an eighteen wheeler or getting getting rain cancer when you were a kid. He lies about everything. But when you lie about the economy, people look at their own life, their own situation, and say that's not true. I mean, obviously, he and his surrogates in the media continue to say Bidenomics is working. But this is simple: prices are up, way up. Wages are down. What else do you need to know? I mean, there's, everything's down. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, all the economic indicators are down. People's uh, personal debt, their credit card debt, they're all up. The debt is up. The deficit is up. Wages are down. What else do you need to know? People go to the grocery store. They go to the gas station. They know Bidenomics isn't working. You could talk all you want about the unemployment rate. You force people out of their jobs, and then you allowed them to come back. Congratulations. What else, if you're in a debate, if you're just a person living his life, paying the price, paying the prices at the store, you know he's lying and, and you don't, you don't see Bidenomics working. So that, that you're right. That'll be the big issue when he's on the stump, which that will be rare or on the campaign trail, that'll be rare, but in a debate or actual in an interview, which he won't do, you know, the last Press conference he's done on American soil. I believe it was in November. November. <laughs> the guy doesn't, he's, he's the most unaccountable uh, president we've ever seen. He will not talk to the American people. When he does, it's a disaster. So we understand why. But well, isn't that why that they're trying to play up this, um, his time in Hawaii? Just read the papers. And it's the same thing with this. Joe Biden is, is sleeping, Dale. You actually look at the longer, the, the longer video. He coughs. He bows his head like the woman next to him. He takes like four deep breaths like he's trying to catch his breath. He, I, I, we don't know why. Maybe, maybe he was moved. And then he's like nodding, looks up. And yet the screaming of headlines is Biden sleeping, Biden sleeping, Biden sleeping. He coughs. And now look at this. Okay, goes down. He's been traveling a lot. Look at this. He takes one. He's been traveling a lot. Two. Catching <laughs> his breath. By the way, the lady next to him several times, head bowed too, is very moving. And, he, you know, he's listening to the speaker. He goes, yes. He raises his head. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world as we know it. The only thing, it's, Willie. Huh? The it's only a, how thing. do you do this? I mean, I know Joe Scarborough makes... A lot of money. Not only Biden makes ten million a year. So honey makes probably half that next to him. They make a fortune. Because then, <laughs> has anyone to... in the history of the American media, American politics, sold his soul like that guy? It is remarkable. He used to be a Republican. He used to be yeah. a respected guy. 
Now he's a common night walker. He's, he's, he's got less dignity, professional dignity than crack whores. I mean, yeah. he, he really is despicable, disgusting what he's become. He spent six minutes. I watched it this morning. That's a one minute cut defending Biden's indefensible performance on at Maui in, in Maui. It, um, we talked about it yesterday. It was the lowest moment in at least modern presidential history, the lowest moment I can remember from an American president. I honestly believe it's it's going to be remembered forever. Just the embarrassing, shameful, disgusting appearance Joe Biden made in Maui. We, we, we've gone through the, the stories. He, he, he lied about a kitchen. I, I want to get to that. I want to get to the kitchen fire again because it's just so despicable what he did. He clearly fell asleep on camera. We all saw it. And this crack whore, Joe Scarborough, spent, what, two, three minutes trying to defend him and say he didn't actually fall asleep. What a job. I mean, what a job that is. Your job when you wake up in the morning is defend, to defend the most corrupt, uh, the, the criminal in the White House. I mean, to, 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 to say that Republicans have nothing, a House Oversight Committee, it's just a bunch of nonsense. When he knows it's, it's very, it's damning. He knows it's real. He knows Biden's a criminal. He know, knows Biden's corrupt. He knows Biden fell asleep. But his job as a member of the media is to gaslight the nation. That's what he does for a living. He should have red lipstick on and, and high heels and fishnet stockings and big fake breasts because he is a common mm -hmm. whore. That's what he is, a prostitute for the Biden administration. He's not alone. But I was curious because, and I haven't talked to you about this, there is no way to dress this pig up. No way. No. What happened on Monday in Maui was the most shameful public appearance a president has ever made. I predicted it would go poorly. I had no idea it could go this poorly. As we know, he lied about a kitchen fire and almost saying he almost lost his cat and his Corvette while talking to people who lost their children, who, whose children were burned alive. I don't want ago. to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. Sunny. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife my 67 Corvette <laughs> and my cat. But all right, kidding aside, right I right watched there. the firefighter. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's important, too. That's important, too. Right there, that is the lowest moment that I can remember. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen every president make every appearance, but I've never seen anything that shameful, that offensive, that disgusting, yeah. that, that degrading. You're talking again to people who lost their children. They lost their children because of a natural disaster, which would which was made much, much worse by bureaucratic incompetence. We've already gone over this many times. It's worth repeating. There were no sirens. There were no text messages. There was no water for five hours because of one lunatic, hack, liberal bureaucrat, who worships water? Yes, who took a use water. who took a holistic approach, as he called it, Jerry. Right. Uh, yeah, yes. As children were being burned alive, so parents know their kids are dead, and this piece of just human uh, garbage goes there and says, um, "I know how you feel." There was a little kitchen fire that was put out in twenty minutes, and I almost lost my car and my cat. If you lost your car and your cat. If you lost everything in the house, but no, no debt, that would have been shameful. This was a little fire in the kitchen. By the way, as, as you pointed out, he's lying about it at every level. He says he was in Washington, D.C., 150 miles away on a sunny day, but a storm caused the fire. 
and he was there to watch the firefighters. <laughs> well, that's a lie. That's a lie. He was 150 miles away, and they put it out in 20 minutes, and the fire chief said it was, quote, insignificant. What kind of soulless right. scumbag uses that to try to commiserate, to try to relate to people whose children were burned alive? It just Well, he's walking around in L.A. giggling, recalling right, right, the time right, I almost lost my Corvette. <laughs> we, almost we just lost, I mean... But, but here's the worst part, Shattuck, and I, I said this the other day. Like, you know he was prepped for this. Mm-hmm. He had a five-hour flight on Air Force One, interrupted his latest vacation for this. Um, so you know they had to tell him. Someone had to tell him, mm-hmm. don't make it about you, sir. Mr. President, just don't make it. Don't mention Bo. Don't mention <laughs> your, your kitchen fire. Don't mention all the little loss you've been through your wife. Don't mention that. Just talk about them and how your heart breaks for them. You'll do everything. He can't help himself. It's no different than sniffing kids. It's no different yep. than touching women inappropriately. He can't help himself. He has urges. He has yep. instincts and he follows them. And it's insane that people are going to defend that. I, I mean, again, even if, Jill died in the fire. I mean, it's yes. not about you. And I think he and, still thinks he can think in his feet because then he came back and he tried to su- suggest that he understood the, the feeling of helplessness the parents had because they couldn't find their children. So when he says the story of not knowing the status of his own children to try to duplicate and falsify, to launder a, a, a likewise experience, he messes that up totally. Right. He doesn't like he never gets this stuff right anymore. He's our oh. department and a young first responder kind of panicking. You got to come home. There's been an accident. So what happened? He said, your wife, she, she she's dead. Come home. Come home. The tractor trailer had broadsided her and uh, uh, killed her in a car accident along with my little daughter. And uh, I remember all the way down from Washington home wondering what a lot of people here are wondering. What about my two boys? How are they? They were in the car. I never got a read on that. Were they going to be all right? They were badly injured. Were they going to make it? Had they made it? Until I walked into the emergency room and I saw that they were there. I mean, he's just... (laughs) You really think a first responder is the one that tells him his wife died? Yeah, but he he was already on the phone in Teddy Kennedy's office. They called him and said, your wife's dead. Your daughter's uh, in bad condition. And what, did he hang up with, before he got the inside scoop on the kids, on the boys? Oh, he just, and the way he said it, too, he's just, yeah. he doesn't, he's got no genuine emotion. Yeah, your wife, she's dead. And my little daughter, doesn't even say her name. Yeah, my little daughter's dead. Yeah. Uh, hey, you guys can all relate, huh? Your daughter's died, too, in a fire, which <laughs> was uh, preventable. But, hey, you know. Uh, that, so I did, that, I came here, one, I did the thing. God save the queen. We'll see it. Right. And then he shuffled around. He made jokes about how, how hot the ground was and i mean just it was so uncomfortable it was so awkward inappropriate it was disastrous by any definition by any measure you cannot dress this up not that the media won't try we'll get to cnn stooge this guy bill ware who's he's my my theory is the 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 callahan theory is the dumber a person is the louder they scream about climate change put that to the test the people who scream the loudest about climate change AOC, Ed Markey, they, uh, uh, Kamala Harris, the dumber you are, the louder you scream. This guy is a moron, and he's their climate correspondent. That's his job. And he went to Maui, and he talked about what a great appearance. We, we got to play it. It is hilarious, in my opinion. We're going to get to the uh, – we're going to prep you for, uh, for COVID, which is coming very soon. Colleges are, are mandating masks. Uh, and and vaccines for people who don't need them. The insanity is coming, and it's going to get nasty. It's going to get ugly. Alex Jones said he talked to high-ranking TSA officials who said they were going to bring back all the mandates on airplanes. You're going to need masks and social distancing. The insanity is going to – this is what they have to do. They know their candidate is a vegetable, so they have to come up with a way – to get him, keep him in the White House. And this is one. We'll get you get the latest on that. A new song from Oliver, Oliver Anthony, American hero, Oliver Anthony, which I love. I love Oliver Anthony. I'm going to say this as a compliment. His new song sounds just like his old song. Yes, it does. <laughs> but, 
but his, but his old song was uh, great. And uh, oh, FEMA, the FEMA officials in Hawaii, they're not wasting this trip, man. This is not really, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? The whole city's old town burned. All the kids are dead. Let's have a good time. This report about what FEMA's doing in Hawaii is unbelievable. These people are shameless. These people are pigs. And speaking of pigs, SPF, Sam Brankman frees back in the back in the news. He said he's not happy. He's in jail in New York, and all he eats is peanut butter and, and bread, which sounds like probably what he ate before, but he he's demanding vegan meals. You know, a guy rips <laughs> off a million people for over a billion dollars. You know, what are you gonna do? You gotta make sure he gets his vegan meal. Oh, by the way, I want to get to Dan Borgino's theory too about what Trump should do tomorrow. In Fulton County, when he shows up in Fulton County, it's interesting. We'll get to that and lots more, but first. During these crazy and uncertain times, we can't talk enough about having reliable tools for self-defense for your family and for yourself. We see the videos all the time, the smashing grabs, muggings, people getting beaten in the street. Well, you got to protect yourself, and that's where Florida-based EAA Corp. comes in. They specialize in providing exceptionally high-quality firearms to the U.S. market, at an incredible value since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, revolvers, and shotguns. Whether you're looking for a concealed carry, competition pistol, or home defense shotgun, EAA has it. Their MC1911 series fits the bill, and they're available in compact carry or full-size configurations. Are you a first-time gun owner? Well, the all-in-one 9mm MC9 and MC28 striker fire pistols Come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package, ideal for everyday carry. Concealed carry has recently been approved in several new states during the last year with no permit required. EAA's lineup also includes shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every firearm available from EAA. Visit EAACorp.com to learn more. That's EAACorp.com to shop for your personal firearm protection. I didn't know this would happen with you, Shattuck. Shattuck is here. Uh, Ironhead is still on vacation. Um, uh, but uh, uh, the, the um, let's, let's do the, the CNN Bill Ware. I think it's Bill Ware. Bill Ware, right? The, uh, the, the climate correspondent. I thought, I went looking for this. I thought there was no way anybody could say anything positive about Biden's appearance in Maui. I said, they can't. It's impossible. <laughs> I underestimated these friggin' prostitutes. I underestimated these shameless lickspittles. This guy was there. He watched this, this doddering old fool shuffle around talking about his kitchen fire and talking about his Corvette. Imagine mentioning just saying the word Corvette <laughs> to people who lost their children remarkably, you know, tone deaf and insensitive, but uh, the uh, climate correspondent thought it was, you know, uplifting. Thought, President thought and uh, Dr. Biden spent several hours both over Lahaina on the ground here and meeting with both first responders and victims of this tragedy at the big shelter, the War Memorial Shelter in central Maui. And he said the right things in cases. <laughs> when he came to the microphone to give his statements. He said the thing that a lot of folks I've been hearing from for two weeks have been saying that he wants Maui, the people of Maui, to help determine how this place is rebuilt. There was a question as to who will have the most influence in that conversation going forward. Locals here, working class Native Hawaiians and multi-generational locals are worried of disaster capitalism, people moving in to exploit this and buy up as much land as they can in this paradise and rebuild it uh, for their interests as well. The president says promises that that won't happen. It remains to be seen. There's a lot of forces at play here right now. He did serve as empathizer in chief after five oh. days of being mostly silent on the issue publicly. But the governor said he was working behind the scenes to assure uh, first responders that the feds had their back on this. Uh, you want more? No, that's good. That, that, that's unbelievable. Empathizer in chief. There has never been a person, a let alone a president, a person who showed less empathy, less empathy. I mean, honest to God, the, what what he did there is the, the antithesis of, of empathy. And this clown, this stooge says he served as empathy. I mean, I guess that's what you can count on when you're a Democrat. You can count on them lying, gaslighting the world on your behalf. 
you don't have to worry when you have when you step in it, when you say something so incredibly callous. Jerry, he's a news say, guy. Oh. Bill Ware's a news guy who said the president did all the right things. That's all not right. and and didn't didn't mention the Corvette, the house no, fire, no. the cat. Didn't mention. But that's it. also editorial. What do you mean all the right things? Sleep. All all the right things. God, I mean. By the way, oh, the, oh the, showing Joe and a doc, Dr. Jill that he was so excited to call her, by the way, this news guy, Bill Weir, was so excited uh, with Dr. Biden, <laughs> showing them up on the podium with all the like exhausted, uh, you know, well, rescue workers, et cetera. And he and she, they both have their sunglasses on. They can't for a moment look at these people without sunglasses. It's like, man. They spent five, hour, five hours on the island total. That's like, you know, they spent more time in the air, five hours on the island. They didn't uh, take any questions, didn't speak to the media, the local media, nothing. Didn't, didn't sit there. He said they, they promised that they will rebuild the way they want. Joe Biden can't do that. He doesn't <laughs> even care about it anyway. Just it's, it's shameless. You imagine that they sent a guy there. He's probably staying in the four seasons too, a thousand bucks a night, has a whole crew. And he doesn't tell the viewers that Joe Biden mentioned the, the house fire from from 19 years ago. Didn't mention it. The Corvette, the cat, didn't mention the fact that he talked yeah. about his own kid dying, his own wife. Didn't mention it. So, I mean, they're not covering the news. They're, that, that is part of the Biden re-election team. That's what CNN is. They're, they're getting paid by CNN, but they're working for the Biden 2024 campaign. It's just shameless. Speaking of working for the Biden 2024 campaign, you know what? This little man, this evil little elf is never <laughs> going away. He is never going. He's like COVID. Fauci, you know how he said, I am science. I am science. He's not science. He's COVID. Fauci is COVID. COVID is never going away. And neither is Fauci. And it's a lesson to your kids. You want to survive. You want to be a scoundrel. You want to be a crook. You want to be a liar. You want to be a big pharma salesman like Fauci. Make sure you're a Democrat. If he were a Republican, he would be in jail oh, yeah. already. We talked about this last week. Town Hall, I had the report, a couple of other outlets too, that he and uh, Francis Collins and others made hundreds of millions of dollars in royalties. Over 300 million is the report for Fauci and his band of thieves. And it's not even covered. I mean, not even, no. I don't even think, you know, like right-wing media is covering the fact that this guy has made a fortune selling vaccines. And he's teaching at Georgetown and he's appearing in the media and he's back in t back on TV talking about how lockdowns were justified. He's defending lockdowns and mask mandates. And he. In New York City, when Elmhurst Hospital was overrun and they were having cooler trucks outside because they had no places to put the bodies, you had to have something to immediately shut down the tsunami of infection. That lockdown was absolutely justified. The real critical question is, what do you do during the lockdown? And when do you stop locking down? So lockdown has a purpose. One of the purposes, if you don't have a vaccine, it's to get more ventilators, get the hospitals better prepared, you know, get more people involved in the healthcare sector to do it until you decompress the pressure on the hospitals, then you could open up. If you have a vaccine available, you might want to lock down temporarily so you can get everybody vaccinated. There we go. That from today, I mean, from this week. Yes. Right? Or this is from like August, 2023. That is unbelievable. I, I, when I was on Newsmax yesterday and the topic was, you know, the COVID uh, comeback, the comeback for COVID. And, and I'm saying people aren't going to do it anymore. They're not going to comply. The guy I was on with, Wes Clark, I'm on with him all the time. He's a liberal, Wes Clark Jr. The general? And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, the general's son. He oh. says, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to, you know, just to be safe. And I'm going, what? What universe are we living in? The masks don't work. We know they don't work. The COVID va the vaccines don't work to stop the spread. Young, healthy people. There's no reason for them to get vaccinated. We know that now. And yet they're going to march out this little elf to repeat the same damn talking points. Oh, but it's not incredible. it's not the same now, Jerry. He's expanded. Since he's in the private sector now, he is putting people like you on notice now in a way that he didn't before. Now it's, uh, you better comply. A country 
of anti-vax and anti-science and with the political divisiveness in which public health has taken a political intonation to it, where, I mean, we know that if you look demographically at the country, it is less likely for a red state to get vaccinated against COVID than it is for a blue state. And deaths among COVID are more in red states than they are in blue states. That is terribly tragic that a political ideology is gonna be responsible for whether or not you are healthy or not, sick or not, or dead or That's not. That's incredible. He, he, by the way, he's lying about the cooler trucks. There were no cooler trucks. Uh, Jordan Schachtel has a good piece on this, on his uh, Substack. Uh, it, it's amazing. He's, he's, he's justifying lockdowns. We had, I forget the number, what do we have? 4% of the world's population and 15% of the deaths we did not handle COVID well in this country. That's right. the guy who led the charge, crushed the economy, hurt kids. I mean, the 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 collateral damage was unfathomable, and he doesn't give a damn. Right, he and also the, a lot of those um, red state uh, fatalities were, of course, huge blue cities in red states that this stuff happened. Right, that's but, true. Uh, but right, also right, in here, right. uh, Fauci is just not taking it, Jerry. So this, uh, our ability to talk about this stuff like this uh, may be temporary. Because he is uh, intending to... You know, there's this freedom of speech in this country that, if taken to its extreme, can really lead to a problem. (laughs) And that is, you can't suppress somebody from spreading misinformation. But you can counter it by aggressively spreading correct I hate this man so much. He's the leading purveyor of misinformation. Again, we've gone over this a thousand times, but he never talked about therapeutics. He never talked about ivermectin. In fact, he mocked it. He never talked about uh, natural immunity. He never talked about health and fitness, get in shape, lose weight, get some air, get some sun. He, he wanted you locked down and vaccinated because mm-hmm. he made money. Yes. You want to know why COVID? You want to know one reason COVID's coming back, Tom? I will tell you. Year to date, Pfizer is uh, down 28%. It's now $36.84 a share. So uh, the pharma king there uh fauci is taking a hit his fortune his personal fortune is probably down under 100 million at this point he's got a he's panicking but this is real and he's right about one thing it's political he's a he's a politician he's he's no different than you know joe biden or any other politician politician he's a hard left democrat and he's fighting for democrat principles like lockdowns and yes that mandated vaccines and and mandated masks uh over a hundred colleges right now, as kids return to campus, still have a vaccine mandate. That is amazing to me. We know eighteen-year-olds, healthy eighteen-year-olds, right. do not need the vaccine. They're much more at risk of myocarditis than they are of COVID. And even if they get COVID, hell, they usually don't even know it. And if they do know it, it's two days, and they're fine. It's the flu, right? It's and amazing. remember when they when Fauci's vaccine money when his um, research money was threatened by credible uh, virologists, him and Francis Collins went after them, destroyed them. I mean, that's it's- right. The, uh, the, the uh, Darren, uh, Barrington Declaration, all those guys were right. You know, McCullough and Badaracci, Badachara, they were right. Fauci was wrong. But there's a reason Fauci was wrong. He was cashing in. Yep. He wasn't just wrong because he miscalculated the, whatever. The, he was wrong because intentionally, because he was making money and he was getting his guy elected back in 2020. That was important. And now the Democrats, the media will never turn on him. They owe him a great debt of gratitude. He helped get rid of the evil orange man. And for that, he is forever in the good graces and they will overlook everything else. Yep. It's, it's just criminal. Yeah, but you're but, right. Uh, yeah. Scott Gottlieb was out there shilling over the weekend. He's the back. We don't know whether or not this has been spreading quietly and we just didn't detect it or it's something that's spreading very quickly. The concern is that when you look at these different strains that have been identified, they're genetically very similar. So that suggests that it's probably spreading simultaneously in multiple countries. Mm-hmm. Whether or not this it is going to be more transmissible than what we've seen before. That's the key question. Certainly at this point, it doesn't appear more pathogenic. So it doesn't appear to be more dangerous, but it may be more transmissible than the strains that are circulating now. And in that case, it could overtake them. It's too. There you go. So in other words, out of an abundance of caution. This is literally 
a board member of Pfizer, literally a pharma salesman who is pushing unnecessary vaccines on people. Some people are getting hurt, injured, dying. He doesn't care. He's just like Fauci. He's getting rich. And the media plays along. They are just shameless. The idea that you would interview Scott Gottlieb and think he is somehow objective, that, that should offend everybody. I can't do this. I cannot do this. It's coming. And as I predicted, it's going to get nasty, Shattuck. You think it was tense before when you had people yelling at other people for not masking up in a store. I mean, there's all kinds of videos of the insanity, people mm-hmm. getting arrested for not masking up, kicked out of restaurants, so kicked off planes, two-year-old autistic kids who wouldn't put their mask on, getting yep. kicked off planes. That's when we thought or we didn't, we weren't sure whether masks worked or not. Now that we know that they don't, now that we know that COVID is no danger to young, healthy people, what now? People are going to push back, fight back, kick and scream. We're going to see videos of people on planes fighting about masks and, and, you know, social distancing and let me see your vax card. People aren't going to submit. They're not going to comply like they did last time. And what does that mean? That means there's going to be confrontation after confrontation. It's going to get ugly. I don't think it's going to work out the way Democrats like Fauci and Gottlieb and Biden think it's going to work out. I think there's going to be a real groundswell pushing back. And then you're going to have you're going to have the empathizer in chief calling half of the country murderers for not getting a seventh booster. But we have the info this time. You know, we know more, much, much more. People have lived through it. Mm -hmm. They know it. People have had COVID and they're done with it. It's going to get nasty and uh, it's coming real soon, real soon. September, says Alex Jones. And Alex Jones is usually right. Yeah. Well, I've got four, three kids, three boys. Mom, my younger guys have all been homeschooled for the last couple of years. We've got them enrolled in public school. And the moment any distancing, any mask comes, my wife is going to pull the trigger and these kids are coming right back home. And a lot of people will do that. There's no time for this BS. It was all wrong. We effed it up. We effed up our response to COVID up here. All of this stuff was right. useless and damaging the kids. And it did it, and they did it for political reasons. And it still divides along uh, uh, political lines, yep. Democrats versus well. I was sitting with someone yesterday, a Democrat friend of mine. I have those. And I was bad-mouthing Fauci, telling the truth about Fauci. And she was like, what? What are you talking about? I go, God, you people just don't want to know. You no. don't want the information. You know, that's that's a low-information voter. You don't want to know what a scoundrel what a venal little man that he is. This guy is a really bad guy who has capitalized on people's misfortune, capitalized on people's deaths for crying out loud. Yeah. All right, quickly, we've got a couple more things to get to. This one made me laugh. I think Jesse Waters had this report, uh, but it's now circulating and it's no surprise. You know, we have, what are we saying now? The death toll is a lie in a Maui. They're saying officially it's 115, but over 700 missing. The yeah. death hole is going to be over 500. And it's going to be mostly children, which is why the appearance from Biden is is just such a scandal. I mean, it's just, he doesn't care that a bunch of kids burned alive. He wants to tell you about his life, but he's not the only one. This is from uh, Breitbart. More than 100 FEMA workers, Federal Emergency Management Agency workers, are staying in five-star hotels in Maui on the taxpayer's dime while thousands of people are homeless due to the wildfires. James Freeney of the Daily Mail broke the news that government bureaucrats are staying at luxurious hotels frequented by Hollywood's elite with FEMA officials budgeted $1,000 a night for each worker. Three high-end hotels are the Fairmont Kia Lani, the Four Seasons, and the Grand Walia Astoria which are 45 minutes away from the fire-ravaged town of Lahaina. They are staying at the Four Seasons and spending $1,000 a night, hundreds of FEMA workers. And the hotels are just, you know, the most lavish and luxurious in America. These people have no shame. They are just disgusting, garbage people. It's too bad the media won't cover it, other than, you know, if, you know, if Newsmax will probably cover it and Breitbart, but... These people should be named and shamed, every one of them. Is the FEMA director a, a historic first, Jerry? That's all I care about. A, I don't care. A good if, question. I don't care that they're uh, spending a $600 oh. for a... By the, by the way, the report has an anonymous... This is funny. 
an anonymous local official who's criticized. Let me see if I, yeah, I get it. Anonymous, uh, he uses just his first name. It says in the story, he doesn't want to use his last name for fear of, fear of losing his job. He called the move to put government officials in expensive hotels selfish. He says, quote, shouldn't they start closer, shouldn't they stay closer to the site instead of staying across the island? Um, he suggested the Daily Mail. You want to know what his first name is? Kaleo. Oh. Kaleo. Kaleo is, and I'm just, maybe it's a popular name in that town, but he, he wants to maintain his anonymity. <laughs> Kaleo Manuel is the right. freaking weirdo, the, the lunatic who held, the, held back the water, withheld the water because he reveres water and I, because he wants a special relationship with water. So we let children die. That's a that different guy. That's a different public official than the guy who withheld the sirens, right? Yes, different guy. Different they're guy. all they're all Democrats, of course, and they're all weirdos who have, you know, this symbiotic relationship with the land and the water. He doesn't want to use water, like use it to put out fires. Right. He wants to revere water. Oh, that guy still has a job. He's talking to the Daily Mail anonymously, but using his first name. I wonder how many officials have that first name in that so, town. So if I live in uh, Maui and I lost my uh, cat, my wife, my Corvette, and my kids in the fire, and I get my seven hundred bucks, I still can't afford to stay at one of these FEMA hotels. No, that doesn't even get no. you one night Damn. at the uh, Four Seasons. Not one night. You get seven hundred dollars. You know, if you're in Ukraine, you get twenty six hundred dollars per man, woman, child. If you're in Maui, you get seven hundred dollars, which Get your one one trip to the grocery store in that place, which is really, really expensive. All right, quickly, I'll do this quick, SBF, because I love – the idea that SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, is suffering just makes me laugh. Let me do Shay, and then we'll tell you about SBF, and if we have time, we'll play Oliver Anthony's next big hit. I love Oliver Anthony. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, there's no big news on the FBI. I, I just found this shocking, to be honest with you, that he was on uh, home confinement at his parents' mansion in California. That's how he was spending his time waiting trial. He violated the terms of the home confinement by intimidate a witness, which is great. <laughs> and the judge, I got to get this judge's name because this is a hero. This is an American hero. The judge revoked the uh, home confinement and put him in jail in New York. Uh, his, um, his trial begins in six weeks, but he is complaining because he doesn't have ac uh, proper access to computers, necessary medication, or a vegan diet. <laughs> <laughs> he tells the court that he's living off bread, water, and peanut butter. His lawyers told the magistrate yesterday, the lawyers made the complaint at Manhattan federal court after uh, Bankman Freed pleaded not guilty to seven charges. I thought he wasn't going to spend a day in jail. I mean, all he did was, you know, rob, steal from, you know, a, a million people, steal a billion dollars. The judge's name is Lewis Kaplan. That's your American hero. He revoked the conditions. He was out on $250 million bail. They revoked the conditions because he wouldn't. It says he repeatedly tried to influence a witness against him. So he was warned he kept doing it. And now he's pissed because he, he, uh, he said his client continues to be served a, quote, flesh diet. <laughs> 
to as relying on bread, water, and peanut butter. Well, you know what? Maybe you should eat the meat they're serving you mm. there, SPF. Yeah, Maybe do the, do the vegan diet enthusiasts do do real well in general population in the big house? I, I don't think you know, tubby, no. long haired. Uh, <laughs> you might as well request pukes. the uh, the Taylor's version of her uh, song list. He, he thought he thought you know he'd given two hundred fifty million to Democrats. Now he gave forty million in the last right. cycle. Gave like five million to Biden. He thought, I got protection. These people are corrupt. They're going to yeah. take care of me. And they, one rogue judge, that's all it takes. One rogue judge, put him away. Oh, I hope I hope he shows up in court and he's all skinny and gaunt. <laughs> he, he just has no no food. He doesn't have ADD, ADHD medication either. But uh, God, I hope he gets life. The guy belongs in prison for life for what he did. But well, he's got, he's got to make the the trans move now. That's what he's got to do. That's his. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. That could be coming. That could be coming. But uh, we'll see. Maybe he'll get a jury in New York of his peers who you know, little spoiled little rich kids, and he'll get off. But hopefully he won't. But all right, before we go, before we uh, let uh, you go, Shattuck, let's do. Uh, I want to do uh, Oliver Anthony. He had a number one hit. The first person ever to make the Billboard 100 debut at number one after never appearing on the Billboard 100 anywhere else. First time it's ever happened with the song uh, Richmond, North of Richmond, which everybody knows we can all sing along now. And you're wondering, does he have anything else? Any other, he has another song called, I think it's called I Had to Get Sober. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And he, but he has this song, which he, and uh, this is how he debuts his songs. He just posts him, his guitar, his camera, his microphone, and his dog on YouTube. That's it. You know, there's all people offering him all kinds of record deals yeah. and agents, agents banging on his door, and he doesn't doesn't care. He just says, "Here's my song," but and I'll just say, you know, you're not you're not going to get it from Oliver Anthony. He's he knows what works and he's sticking to it. This is good. Might have me strong. Brink of war. It's called. Is this brink of war? Yes. Hang on, she just kick in here in a second. Come on, Oliver. Hopes and good Lord, they'd have me strung up in the psych ward. Cause every day living in this new world is one too many days to me. Son, we're on the brink of the next world war and I don't think Nobody's praying no more And I ain't saying I know it for sure I'm just down on my knees Begging the Lord take me home I, oh, I want to go I mean, let's be honest, it's much like his other song But so what? They're meaningful, they're from the heart This guy has soul, mm. man I like songs that mean something, a purpose That you can sing along to You can feel it down in your bones this guy has his soul, he has heart. Keep yeah. it up. It's a desperation don't let him, don't in let his. Yeah, there's a desperation in his voice. It's a, it's a it's this like it's it's passionate, man. I think it's great. Good for him. If not for uh, my dogs and the good Lord that have me strung up in the psych ward, that's brilliant. There's a thousand country guys out there now, all sound the same. They all have the same twang, and the songs are just superficial. They've kind of ruined country, in my opinion. Country radio is ruined country because they come up with these poppy young guys who all, you know, kind of handsome and they all sound the same and they they suck. This guy's old school, man. Jerry, let's this do let's like do a brain. prop. Let's do a prop bet. Does somebody bring him up in the debate? His lyrics. Ooh, it's a good question. That's a good I'll say no. I'll say no. You say yes? I say yes, indeed. All right. Tomorrow the takeaway. I'm gonna predict that Vivek is the winner. Um DeSantis does well. Doesn't doesn't flop, isn't going to be out of the race tomorrow. And Christie embarrasses himself yelling about Trump. That's my prediction. And uh, Asa Hutchinson falls off the end of the stage and breaks a hip. <laughs> That's my prediction. I think Burgum takes a day, Jerry. <laughs> Burgum, whoever the hell he is, Burgum. And uh, afterwards, all they'll be talking about is Trump. Trump, Trump is going to try to do make news with Tucker. You know, he's going to try to say something newsy. I don't mm -hmm. know what it'll be. Maybe he'll talk about his VP choice or maybe, and then tomorrow Trump shows up in court and gets a mug shot and everybody else yes. is just relegated to, to, you know, second fiddle once again. So 
Trump wins the night. Trump wins the week as usual. But we will see. We'll leave it there. We'll let uh, Tom Shattuck get back to work. Burn Barrel. You want to hear more from Shattuck? Go to uh, Burn. Where do, you, where do you find Shattuck? Tom Shattuck's uh, Burn, Burn Barrel. Barrel. Yeah, Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel dot com. Right. Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel, where he and his wife kind of go to therapy every day on their <laughs> podcast. So check it out. But that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Shattuck. I really appreciate it. Thanks, I'm Jerry. Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.